stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Now, we had some sign that this legislation was coming, and it's going to be officially tabled today. It deals with uh, gay-straight alliances in schools, and I guess it, it clears up where there's been some uncertainty. Because people have been wondering for some time, well, does a privacy legislation in Alberta protect students who join these clubs? Can that information be disclosed without the consent of the student? And there have been differing opinions on that, but it certainly seemed as though it was something maybe that did need to be cleared up. There's been a lot of debate around this and, and whether in some cases schools should notify parents uh, about whether their children have joined uh, a gay-straight alliance. So today legislation will be tabled uh, to make it clear that uh, other than some certain exceptions, we'll find it a bit more, that uh, this is information that the students can decide whether it will be shared. Joining us uh, to explain a bit more about why they're moving this direction, David Egan joins us, Alberta's Minister of Education. Minister, thank you for joining us here. It's a pleasure, thanks. Okay, so if there is this this, uh, shortcoming in the legislation or this gap that exists, why did it take this long to, to bring this law forward? Well, we were working with school boards and schools over the last couple of years to build policy. Um, you know, I thought it was very important that people built their policies and uh, and owned it, right? So it's kind of an educative process. Um, and um, so we're at this point we are at today. Uh, we know that uh, we need to have some protections to uh, ensure that students uh, that choose to join a gay straight alliance and uh, choose to keep that confidential that they are protected. So that's part of it. The other part is that you know if uh, schools are taking public money um, that if, to run their programming, then uh, they all need to see, follow the same law. So it's kind of a, extending things out, standardizing it a bit, and uh, strengthening as well. Okay, so th- this would change the Education Act. Yeah, it's an amendment to the uh, Education Act, and so, or sorry, the uh, uh, School Act, right? And school, so yeah. um, we, uh, I'll be tabling this today at three, right? So I have to, you know, uh, keep to some of the details uh, to be shared when I share it with uh, other members of the legislature. But I mean, sir, yeah, I mean that's the basic uh, tenant, right? We had, you know, some discussion about, um, you know, outing kids as well, and um, so I really wanted because gay straight alliances are a, a, a sort of a safe place where, you know, kids can work things uh, through and. Uh, have support with their, you know, uh, friends and uh, with a, a teacher uh, sponsor kind of thing, and so you know I wanted to make sure the integrity of the uh, of confidentiality was maintained, and so um, that's part of the reason we did this too. Okay, so why, why is it important to have that then? Well, you know, a lot of kids are really vulnerable. I've visited uh, um, GSAs around the province, and you know, it's kind of like a safe haven for kids, and uh, you know, working through you know teens that are kind of working through who they are and what their sexuality is, and so that's a sensitive thing. Right? We know that the absence of that safe place can result in kids dropping out a lot, which you know is a basic uh, responsibility of mine. Um, and then also, you know, even worse things like uh, you know uh, homelessness and uh, um, you know of, of some, some sometimes even suicide. Right. So I think it's uh, you know it's a good step to just reassure everybody that these are safe places. They will not be outed. Um, you know, in, in, in that circumstance, if they want to keep their, they choose to keep confidentiality if they're working things through. Okay. Well, when you say outed, I mean, obviously the, the whole point of a GSA is, is that yeah. it's, it's gay students, it's straight students uh, who are involved in this as well, right? 
Sure, sure. Yeah, both. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, again, um, it's, it's, it depends on where the community is, where family is as well, you know, like sometimes that can be really sensitive. And so we want to uh, acknowledge that. And, um, I mean, schools have been doing this already. I mean, I um, am sort of uh, deferring to best practices that I've learned from some uh, very uh, good policy from school boards around the province. And so, you know, it's a question of taking best practices and making sure we have a, an even application throughout the province. And, uh, you know, um, I, I, I firmly believe that you know, how we treat uh, people who are most vulnerable is a reflection of who we are, and it's a responsibility we have, too. And so um, I'm really excited uh, that we're taking this step forward okay well would there be certain circumstances where maybe uh parents do need to be made aware of what's what's going on with their child um yes well you'll i, I like again i'll, I'll you know, the details of the legislation will um uh, be out by three you know we're okay. just doing technical briefings right now with uh, with the uh, opposition and uh, with the media and lawyers and so forth so yeah i mean you know um that detail for sure i mean we have to be sensitive to the to law right and we have to be sensitive to uh um, dangerous circumstances and so forth. So yeah, you'll see that this afternoon. Okay, but it sounds like there will be some some exceptions there. Well, I mean, again, yeah, uh, I'll, you know, I uh, so I have to keep a secret till very close. Sure, <laughs> that's okay. what I have to do. So. Uh, and and just to understand yeah. where this applies, then, because you know the, yeah. the rules around uh, GSAs and now this legislation. So this would apply to obviously all public schools, all separate schools yeah. in Alberta, but, yeah. but what and else? Private schools too. Right? The private um, schools you know, as if well. They're taking public money, right? So you know, we currently fund uh, privates at seventy uh, percent. Um, of public schools, and so yeah, if someone, you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a basic thing, right? If you're taking, if you're using public money for education, which is great, you know, um, then you have to follow the same law for everybody. Fair okay, yep. so um, this will be tabled then this afternoon. Yes, sir. Uh, 3 p.m. So um, it'll be uh, very interesting, and um, you know, we've been working hard on this for a long time. So uh, it's uh, idea that uh, time has come. I hope that uh, you know we get uh, um, majority support. In the, in the house. All right. Well, we'll see where things go from here. David Egan, thanks for making some time for us this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. That is David Egan, uh, Alberta's Minister of Education. Um, obviously holding back on some of the details uh, until this is officially tabled. Three o'clock today is when that is set to happen. Uh, but they believe that these GSAs should be uh, safe places, uh, that if they're not, that, that that kids are simply going to stay away from them. Uh, and that would undercut what it is they're trying to do in the first place. So we'll find out a bit more later on today about some of these exceptions that the legislation is going to allow for. And again, maybe that will be sufficient uh, to allow the, the United Conservative Party to say, you know what, we're, we're okay with this law. That maybe they would tinker with it if they became government. But I, I just think it becomes such an issue for them if they oppose it. And I think maybe this is a, a political trap they're setting because this is one of the issues they've been constantly uh, throwing out there about Jason Kenney. So while Kenny probably won't be uh, in the legislature in time to cast a vote on this, I think people are going to look to him as the leader of this party to say, well, how do you guys feel about this? And I think the NDP are going to be looking for any opportunity to say, aha, see, we told you so about this Kenny guy. 403-974-8255 is a number 974-TALK. Let's take a quick break here. We're going to come back. Uh, your reaction uh, to this legislation, what you heard from the minister, and uh, where this all goes from here.
don't read too much into the fact that uh, David Egan was uh, a little light on details because that's all going to come out at 3 o'clock today when this bill is tabled. Now, it was kind of weird that he agreed to come on in the first place. I'm not sure what to make of that, to be honest, because usually they're really anal about that kind of stuff where, you know, they, they have a technical briefing for reporters, but that's all embargoed and you can't really talk about any of this stuff until the bill is officially tabled. Then everybody's good to go. And so typically when we would ask the question, well, you know, can the minister come on? That That's what we would be told. Well, they can't talk about it at all until 3 o'clock. So I, I don't know if they just want to get the minister out there to make people aware that they're doing this. I, so I'm not sure. But yeah, don't read too much into that. Uh, some text coming in here. Uh, this one is interesting. It says, so to preface, I'm not really sure I care about the GSA being reported to parents. I have four kids, but concerned about the slippery slope. But when I think about some poor kid who feels alone, alienated, that they've nowhere to turn, I'm not sure I can be all that fussed about it. I'm wondering what happens when a kid in a GSA keeps that from an abusive parent and then the parent inevitably finds out. Those kinds of parents will react 10 times as badly if they think find out their kids have been lying to them. Maybe it's not a big deal. I hope Kenny stands in front of the media, shrugs, and says, okay, legislation looks fine, we're good with it, and listen to the NDP collectively hit the ground with a thud. Sadly, wishful thinking, I think. Now, it, it may be fair for Jason Kennedy to say, look, I'm, I'm going to study this legislation. If he's got specific concerns, then, then I guess he can raise them. I mean, the question is, how big a deal do you want to make this? I think from a political calculation point of view, you'd be better off saying exactly that. Legislation looks fine. We're good with it. Now, maybe there's some some more socially conservative Albertans out there who don't like this, who want Jason Kenney to say that he doesn't like it. But let's face it, I mean, are those people really going to abandon Jason Kenney? Are you going to abandon Jason Kenney and the UCP over an issue like this and risk uh, another NDP term? Another text here points out that the NDP have been a little disingenuous about Kenny's position on all of this. Uh, it says, Rob, Kenny never said that all parents should be notified if a child joins a GSA. The NDP are lying again. He said school authorities should be able to notify parents when they felt it necessary. He was speaking specifically about a case in which an autistic student was being treated as transgender in school. The parents were treating that child as a different gender at home because they were not consulted with the school. Right, but again, that has nothing to do with a GSA. And obviously then there would be some wish on the part of the student whether or not to convey that information. And so in that sense, I think we are talking about uh, kids who are a little more mature, not five and six and seven-year-olds, right? So that's an important point to make as well. Anyway, let's go to the phones. Uh, your thoughts. Uh, Mike, welcome to the program. Hey, I'm so tired of the government ministers never, ever making time to talk to the public. Like, it can only be that they feel they're better than everybody else. Well, um, Never. Yeah. Have you ever had them take an answer from the public? I'm not sure. Maybe we have. Now, you know, today they, they said, look, he's, he's got, you know, five or ten minutes tops, and, and that's it. But you mean in terms of coming on for a longer segment, taking questions, et cetera, yeah. from listeners. Yeah, yeah I it's think only, they should. But no, they they're, only, they're, they're not inclined to. Yeah, because they feel they're better and know everything. They know more than the general public. That's the only conclusion I could come to. Well, I think they, they don't like getting uh, uncomfortable questions. Uh, my what, comment what would, on you, G- what would you have asked him if he were still here? I would just said, my 
only concern, my concern about GSAs is by keeping it legal, by having legal protection to keep it away from the parents. There's a legal, there's a barrier between the parents and the student. And let's not be naive. There's predators out there. And uh, that would be the perfect thing for a predator to know that there's a way that they're not going to be uh, found out. I don't follow. What do you mean? Well, how many uh, teachers get convicted of being of uh, having sexual relationships with their kids? You know, like with the students by having a barrier so that the parents don't even know that kids are in a certain thing. It just um, would be something more enticing. Hmm. Okay, my I don't know. That seems like a huge leap in logic to me. Um, look, again, th- th- this is not necessarily inserting a barrier. If the kids are comfortable telling the parents, so the parents can ask the kids about it, then th- th- there is no barrier. Uh, if the kids are saying to the school, please don't tell my parents this, then th- there's a separate issue there. So I don't know that it's, it's adding a barrier. I think it's more about respecting then the, the privacy wishes of the student if they see this as a potential problem. Uh, another text here says teachers need to be able to contact parents when a child is at risk. Let's leave it up to the teachers to make the right judgment call. And, and I wouldn't disagree with that. Right? I, I, I think that that is certainly reasonable, but I think that that applies well beyond the, the scope of, of a GSA. I do think that, that the threat of parental notification could be used in certain schools or certain private schools. To make it clear that don't bother setting this out. Because if you do, we're going to uh, be making some phone calls home. Uh, I I think in some cases it could be used to put a chill on things. Where students are going to be discouraged from setting one up in the first place. So for schools that don't want a GSA, that would be one way to ensure that it doesn't happen. So I could see it being used there. All right, here's a text here. It says, why is it only that the right-wing conservatives tend to criticize gay-straight alliances in school? I've yet to hear a liberal parent upset by this. Doesn't that answer the reason for this legislation? My conservative Christian brother has raised his children to know that if they are gay, they are not welcome in his home. There is a need for these groups. Very interesting. I, I I do think there is a need for these groups. I would hope that that doesn't represent all religious people, but there is some of that out there. I think we'd be naive to deny that that sentiment exists. See here, though, this one says, I have trouble with this whole GSA discussion. Both sides seem to be overreacting. It's a club. Do schools notify parents if their kids join drama club or chess club? Why would they ever need to notify parents that their kids were in a GSA? And if a kid is at risk, self-harming or suicidal, shouldn't the school notify the parents as part of their due diligence, regardless of which club they belong to? Yeah, I mean, I think they should. Or notify somebody. Because if the child is in danger, well, that would supersede uh, issues around privacy, wouldn't it? I, I think most people would agree on that. I, hope, I would hope even the uh, NDP would, would agree with that. So we'll find out a bit more later this afternoon about what kind of exemptions uh, the NDP will place in this legislation. Because I I do think you you need to clarify some of those points. 
Uh, Don Braid in the Calgary Herald today had a little bit more on, on some of those details. So as he writes, he says, first, a child joining a GSA could freely consent to parents knowing about it. This simply recognizes reality. Many parents are fully supportive of their gay children or their straight children who want to befriend gay kids. But other children don't feel supported at all by parents. In some families, there's deep hostility. Under Reagan's bill, if children who have such issues don't freely consent, it would be a violation for the school to notify them. The ultimate choice will be the child's except in cases that involve safety. For instance, if a child in a GSA threatened to injure herself or himself or others, parents could and should, he says, be told. It could also happen if a child discloses serious threats from other students. But even then, depending on the circumstances, the parents might not be informed about the membership in the GSA itself, but would be notified about these other issues. That would occur if the GSA membership were somehow directly connected to the safety issue involving the child. There's a possibility, in other words, that membership in a gay-straight alliance might reveal danger to a child, and the parents would hear about that, but would still not be aware of the club itself. So that sounds like they're going to try to spell it out in those terms. We'll learn more at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.